New York Artist Collective. Hello and welcome to the New York Artist Collective podcast. This next one's about. This is the podcast where we interview an artist to discuss the creative songwriting process behind one of their songs. I am your host, Stephanie Manns, singer, songwriter, and one of the New York Artist Collective producers. And today's guest is Greg Daigle from Boston based folk Americana band Visiting Wine, here to talk about their song, Spectres. Greg Daigle of Visiting Wine, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, this is a new one for me. So this is the first band slash singer songwriter band um, that I've interviewed for the podcast. And I know that we're just, you know, in- interviewing yourself, but still, this is new and exciting for me. So thank you. Oh, of course. I can uh, impersonate all the other members if you want, if, you know, if it fills out the sound a little bit. Sure. I, I, you know, how, how, depends how good you are at it, really. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to tell you when I do it because you'll just think there are, you know, three or four people here. You lean into that whenever you want, Greg. <laughs> so, your, so your band is called Visiting Wine. Yes. Which is an interesting name. How did you come up with that? So there are actually two stories. One of them, how the name came about, and the other one is what we ended up discovering about the name. So a lot of this first album that we put out kind of stemmed from what was originally supposed to be uh, Lindsay's solo project. So she and I had started playing together in the, in the Boston music scene splitting a lot of bills and since I produce I started just helping her out with her project where she would come over and record just the ukulele and, and the vocal line and then the next day I would just send her a finished track so we we put this album together which was you know seven seven songs and she went through a bunch of names she she didn't really like just having her name as the as the title so she kind of came up with this term visiting wine which was a story one of her friends told her where it's this New England folk tradition where at the beginning of the winter, they would basically store a bunch of grapes, you know, they would, they would make wine, essentially, and they would age it over the winter while everybody was, you know, hunkered down and stuff like that. And I, I'm, I might be getting this wrong, but then at the time of harvest, when everybody would like come out and, and, and leave, they would sort of share it as this celebration. So they would pull the, the visiting wine out uh, and, and share it amongst each other as like a final goodbye before they all went back to uh, work and stuff. The problem is that we were talking to one of our friends, who's one of my coworkers, um, who's just a big, you know, did a lot of really cool stuff in the music industry. And he said, okay, so what's the story behind your name? And we told him, and he just took out his phone and, and Googled it and just found nothing. Like there was no recollection that this was ever a thing that ever happened. And we decided to keep it because we already had a bunch of merch and stuff like that. So now the story that we tell is how that it's actually not a real thing and we're named after uh, something that somebody said once that we thought sounded cool. And that is how we got our name. <laughs> I like it. I, actually, yeah. I, I wrote a song about um, what I thought was the name of a motorbike. Turn, really? Yeah, it turns out I made it up. Oh, nice. Yeah. So similar things. I, I hear you. And, I, and you know what? Creative license is much more interesting. I mean, you could make a motorcycle company. True. And you have your first one. I yeah. could. Um Quite honestly, Greg, I don't have time. I'm quite a busy kind of girl, you know. <laughs> yeah. But let's talk more about you. So let's tell you what, let's talk about your song, uh, Spectre, and then we'll we'll go into a whole deluge of uh good word, deluge. Um let's we can Ooh. go into we can go into more about uh your band and, and the tour that's coming up and the album and all sorts of things. For sure, yeah. Awesome. So uh tonight we're gonna talk about Spectre and we're gonna play that a little later on. So tell me about it. How did you write it? Um who who wrote it? How do you write as a band? Where did it all come from? Spectres is actually the first song uh, when Lindsay and I had started playing together. It was the first song that we actually wrote together. Lindsay can write songs 
I mean, multiple times she's done a song a day for a stretch of time. And at this point, it was for Lent or something. We were both writing and, and, and playing out a lot. And she had this song that she was like, yeah, I wrote this. I don't really know what to do with it. Uh, it was just one chord the whole time. So me being kind of a theory nerd was like, well, let's harmonize it. Let's make it interesting. And it was the first song that we literally just sat down and sort of fleshed out together. This recording of it, which is, is interesting, is actually the second version that we did. So it was one of the first songs that we ever recorded together as well. Then as we started playing out and during that process, I moved in with two guys, one of whom is Jim, who's the, the third member of our band. So we were playing a show and we invited Jim out to play with us and then he kind of stayed. So we ended up creating this sort of different different version of the song, a little more upbeat, a little more exciting, uh, three-part harmony in, in, a, in a lot of places. And it just sounded so different than the one that was supposed to go on the album that two weeks before we released it, we just redid it. We did it in like one day, just threw it down, recorded everything, mixed it, mastered it, put it in with the rest of the album and just sent it off to... Uh, be distributed. So this one, this one Lindsay wrote primarily. That is at first how we wrote a lot. Um, there are a few songs on the album that I wrote, but a lot of them are, uh, Lindsay, as I said, is just an amazing songwriter and she'll come with a lot of stuff and say, I have this idea. Here it is. It's a little song nugget. Let's, you know, expand upon it and work it out. Um, and Jim and I both have very strong arranging backgrounds. We both did acapella and, and ran groups and arranged for groups. So sort of our bread and butter, even though we, there are songs that both of us have written, um, that we play sort of our bread and butter is kind of the fleshing things out to use that term again and getting in arguments about whether to go to like the sharp four chord or like the flat seven chord, you know, <laughs> uh, that's, yeah, that's really how that one mm -hmm. came to be. It's probably the, as it was the last one we recorded, that one is probably the most representative of, uh, what our live sound is like that one was basically just uh mirrored right off of what we do when we play it live and in terms of the lyrics and i realized that Lindsay wrote it um but what is your yeah. kind of interpretation of it lyrically um a lot of the songs that we write and especially the songs on this first album a lot of them are faith driven less so with the the new album that we're recording but um a lot of it in that time was sort of an exploratory vision of of faith and stuff like that the first line is uh, called your name because I've been sleeping restless, dreams all filled with haunting specters. Should I speculate that you're with me when I sleep, Dreamweaver? And it's really just about sort of like questioning that stuff, you know, asking those questions and being like, what is happening? What is, you know, what are the things that I'm taking to heart? Is this really what's going on? And sort of just throwing those questions out into the universe. Okay, we'll tell you what, let's take a listen and we can have a bit more of a chat after that. This is Visiting Wine and Spectre.
visiting wine and specter um you have such a, a unique and an interesting sound i mean i think it's it's very folk driven um it's the, i mean there's a kind of mumford energy about it but uh in terms of sonically i think because you have Lindsay as a as a female front person um for me it, it's more of a nickel creek mm. element to that there I yeah how you feel about that and actually also i think the weepies the sort of droning of the mandolin at the beginning made me think of the weepies gotcha yeah somebody actually last week said that because we're, one of the things we've been searching for a bunch of covers to do because we're getting a lot of gigs for original music but they'll throw at us you know two weeks before we we play the show oh can you also do an hour of covers um uh, we've been looking for covers to do and somebody actually suggested to me i think last week um I don't really know the Weepies, but somebody was like, yeah, you should do Weepies songs. I think they'd fit. So it, it, this is the second time I've heard that, which is interesting. There you go. Yeah, I didn't believe the last person, so now I have to. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, so I was listening to some, some more of your music, and I think the one that you mentioned was um, a shipless a captain. Shipless captain, yeah. And it's really interesting. That sound to me is very reminiscent of kind of like Cornish folk in the UK. Yeah. I don't know if that's something you've heard before as well. Yeah. But- a lot. I think because it's almost sort of sea shanty esque and the the sort of ship aspect of it, and yeah, definitely I I heard that the accordion in there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I guess there's there's you know a Mumford element to that too. I think they're don't I actually don't know where they're from. I know they're from the south of England anyway. I believe so. But we digress. <laughs> I we digress a lot. So um, how did you guys form as a band? Lindsay and I met a few years ago. Um, we go to the same church in, in Boston and we started playing together and she was really looking to start playing solo. 
uh, at that time. She was playing with an awesome duo, but she was just looking to sort of have the flexibility of, of playing as a solo artist. And so we started splitting a lot of bills. Um, you know, if there was an hour and a half, we would each take 45, just as we both kind of got our own repertoire together. And what this led to is I ended up backing her, backing her up on a lot of stuff. Um, because Lindsay plays ukulele and guitar and stuff, but just the instrumental side of things is kind of what I, I, I don't want to say bring to the table, but I feel really comfortable accompanying people and, and I have fun with it. And so I started doing that. And then we played a few longer gigs where for fun, we would have a couple other people jump on stage with us. And what ended up happening was we recorded a sort of a farewell EP for her old duo that she was in. And we, uh, filled in the instrumentation kind of had a full band sound and so we needed a full band to play with for the we did a release show for that ep and it was myself Lindsay, um both of my roommates chris and jim uh, chris actually plays violin on the uh visiting wine album uh, we had a drummer uh and so what ended up happening was we played those songs the uh, uh the group was called floor cloud and they have an awesome ep very folky very very americana but then as we started playing some of my songs and some of Lindsay's songs, uh, Jim was doing a lot of third harmonies on a lot of things. And he was playing guitar and bass and whatever else we needed uh, him to play. What we realized was we would go to play gigs without him and the songs just didn't really sound the same anymore. Like he had kind of been woven into all of these different numbers. Uh, we literally like band proposed to him um, and we, we did it an announcement video. We just announced sort of to the three people who knew who we were at the time that uh, we were officially becoming a band called Visiting Wine. And we show the video of us band proposing to Jim. And it's a, such a such a genuine moment, <laughs> just such a gentle being. Yeah. So that was pretty much it. Since then, we have been, we played a lot as a trio. Um, and then for our album release, we reached out to actually the sound guy at the church Lindsay and I go to. Um, Jordan, who now plays drums for us, we reached out to him because we needed a drummer, which is a whole nother funny story. Eventually, um, we cycled through auxiliary instruments and then found that an electric guitar was the best live thing for us rather than having a mandolin and an accordion and all this other stuff. So my brother, who um, putting my sibling rivalry aside is a much better guitar player than I am. <laughs> he, uh, he jumps in and plays electric guitar with us. And so that's the group that's going on tour is are, are those five people. That's awesome. So tell me about the tour. So where where are you hitting and, and how long are you off for? Yeah, we're gone for about uh, a week and a few days. Um, all of us have full-time jobs. And so uh, taking one week off of work it was, was the most that people really wanted or it felt comfortable doing because we all, we all take that really seriously. As of right now, we can literally just enjoy the crap out of it because we don't have to stress out about, you know, supporting ourselves with it. So luckily I'm a teacher, so I'm on summer vacation uh, when mm -hmm. we leave. But starting in Worcester, going to Rhode Island, heading down through New York, Washington, D.C., and then we're playing two shows in North Carolina and then have to drive up for a show in Connecticut the next day. <laughs> so New York. So tell me about your New York experiences. How do you find the crowd here? Like, what do you love about it? You're, you're coming down and you're playing two shows. So you're playing Rockwood on June 10th and you're doing a So Far Sounds on June 11th. Yes. Um, so what has your experience been of New York so far? This for us is actually the first time that we will be playing um, down in New York. Um, just been mostly an admirer at this point. Every time I get to go down to the city, it's just, and I know Lindsay and Jim feel the same way. It's just energizing. There's just 
so much happening all the time. I mean, even like Boston goes to bed at a certain hour. There are so many, there are so many amazing things just about being in that environment and finding people who really have settled in and, and, and made it home. We're all lucky enough to have, have a bunch of friends who live down there. So, um, we get to <laughs> sort of bypass a lot of the touristy things. Just the amazing thing just about New York in general for me is that one of my good friends was born and raised in Manhattan and still lives there to this day. And I was down there a few months ago, uh, maybe maybe half a year ago or so, and we found a bunch of stuff that she didn't even know existed like two blocks away from her house. Again, it's just energizing knowing just how dense the music scene is down there. It's just, mm-hmm. again, like you can feel it on the streets and it's, it's just an exciting feeling because you just kind of feel like you're in the middle of everything. Yeah, New York is a hustle. Yeah, it's it's a hustle. There's just so many amazing artists here. And if you're not up to it, there's someone else who is. Right. Um, you know, it's great. So um as we're as we're wrapping up and we're throwing forward to your show. So the name what is the name of your album? Our it's a self titled album. So the band and the album are both called Visiting Line. Awesome. And that is out and available to download and stream away at your leisure. Do you guys just say leisure or leisure? Um, I don't know if we really say it either way ever, but uh Okay. I think I typically- At your earliest convenience. <laughs> I think I say leisure. I've I remember getting in an argument about this though with someone. Was it somebody British? No, I think it was my dad, who's definitely not British. Weird. Well, I'm probably with your dad. <laughs> I don't. The thing is, I don't even remember which side I took. That's the problem. Okay, so visiting wine is available uh, to stream and download now. You guys are playing Rockwood Musical. Which stage are you playing? We're playing stage one. So we're playing the little little pie shaped, you know, drums on drums on stage. the floor stage. Yeah. I think for your first show, that is a perfect stage. Awesome. There's a lot of energy on that stage. You get a lot of walk-ins. Yeah. Um, it's fun. So it's a good time. And you're playing a so far show while you're here. Yes. <laughs> and Greg, so for anyone else out there who's listening, what are your socials? Where can people find you? What is What, what do you want them to do? How do you want people to support you? Yeah, we are basically um, visiting wine everywhere. So... Um, visitingwine.com is is one of them. Facebook, we're visiting wine. Instagram, we're visiting wine. I don't. I hope we don't have a Snapchat, but maybe we will in the future. Um, really, if you type in visiting wine band, even on Google, you'll find us. Um, I we are the only visiting wine on Spotify and all that stuff. Um, any sort of well, when I typed in visiting wine, I I got suggestions about going to vineyards. Well, that's the one thing we're competing with. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're trying to actually. We would love to sort of get in on that and and <laughs> try to market ourselves like hey we'll play for you uh we have wine in the name anyway greg it's been such a pleasure chatting with you thank you so much uh, thank you best of luck with the tour i can't wait to hear about it and see you guys in june thank you so much thanks greg greg daigle from visiting wine you can follow them on all of the things they are at visiting wine and they're performing in new york at rockwood music hall june 10th and you can check out their website for more tour dates across the u.s for more information on our upcoming shows uh, please check out our instagram we are at new york artist collective and make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear the latest episodes direct to your device next week i'll be chatting to new york folk singer songwriter paula bennett about her latest release desert sky i'm stephanie manns thanks so much for listening new york artist collective